without question, we are failing at educating our youth. The first question that must be asked is not how, or where, or even why. The very first question that must be asked as to why we are failing to educate our youth has to be, who are we? 64,000 is the median number of words per book. Average person reads about 200 words per minute. Simple math will tell us that is one book in 320 minutes. To accomplish this in seven days, numbers say you would have to read for 45 minutes a day. Don't forget to subscribe. Hit that notification button, like, comment, and share. Enjoy. Welcome to the Book of the Week series. Every week, as I read another amazing title, I share it with the world. My name is Igor S.F. Walker. Today, we look at School Sucks. Why schools are failing and how we can fix it. But by Peter Colisano. So, how about you slow down and relax? Reduce all that noise for just a bit. Make that choice and decide to listen. In this video, we look at a simple fact we all know, but we hate to admit it. It can't be true, but it is. We are falling behind. Why? Because we have focused on the wrong thing. The answers are simple. If we've learned anything from the past, we know simple is not always easy. Stick around till the end. I will share with you some tools I haven't used that will help you tremendously in this game of life. Discover a way to find out what actually motivates you, what innate human need is driving all of your decisions and your behavior. <coughs> I will share some tools to improve your self-awareness, social awareness, self-management, and relationship management. <coughs> Our first task of figuring out how to better educate kids is to define who the we is and then figure out solutions that we can do about it if we do not define who we is. We have already lost and the rest is an absolute unequivocal waste of time. It is their fault. Teachers blames parents and politicians. Administrators blame politicians and unions. Politicians blame unions and administrators. Parents blame teachers, administrators, and politicians. Students blame teachers and parents. We are all at fault to a certain degree. We have to identify the problem in a brutally honest way before we can develop and then implement solutions. No one likes to be criticized, but if we accept this criticism, then we can develop strategies to fix the problem. Just acknowledging the problem only places blame and identifies what needs our attention. No good can come out of that. We then have to attack these problems with credible and actionable solutions. Remember, the idea is not to only place blame, but to get to a point where we are no longer a poorly educated society that is becoming more and more dependent. Let's get back to being independent, educated, and prosperous. 
how exactly do students participate in being part of the problem? The first issue with today's students is laziness. And I can hear people already yelling, ah, I am not lazy. My son isn't lazy. So let me address that first. Yes, you are. Nobody thinks they're lazy or wants to admit that they are lazy. Now that would take serious introspection and that can hurt. Now, nothing set in this work can be used as a blanket statement encompassing literally every person. I feel quite confident that there are students out there that are not lazy, but I'm also confident that the overwhelming percentage of students are. Now, I have to give these kids today credit. They are seriously creative when it comes to the creation of quality excuses. I've heard some real beauties. Some of them are so good, I'm left with no choice but to believe them. Students know the right thing to say to get out of things. Students and even young athletes have learned that making excuses for shortcomings relieves them of responsibility for that objective. I say learned because we as parents, teachers, and coaches have started accepting these excuses. Parents, I'm sorry, but you are a major part of the problem, an all too large part of the problem. I will start this by saying that much of what is wrong with students today is directly attributable to parents' actions during the most formative years. Students, this does not mean that you're off the hook. We're going to talk about personal accountability later, but for now, let's all understand that children are a direct reflection of parents. Yes, it's hard. Yes, it's frustrating. Yes, it gets scary. We have to let that go. We have to deal with what is at hand. Now, what is at hand is the future of our children. And not just their education. They get a view of how the world works from us, their parents. What are we teaching them? We have to be very careful about how we go about this. So let's wake the hell up. Schools are not going to teach your kid how to be a great person. And that is the goal, not to have a great four-year-old, but to develop a great person. They're having a hard enough time teaching math, science, and language arts. Nobody, and I do mean nobody, loves your children as much as you do. Nobody has as great of an estate than you do. And nobody can have the tremendous effect you can. So do not waste it. Teachers suck. You are all part of the problem. To deny this fact would be an act of self-delusion. We are so far removed from who we were 25 to 30 years ago. A profession that was once revered as almost angelic now holds a standing in the public perception somewhere between a politician and a used car salesman. How did this happen? 
we started paying more attention to our pay, to our benefits and our contracts than to the job we were doing and how to adjust to changing times. In schools, they take multiple high-stakes tests during the year. Then if the student doesn't pass the test, there are numerous alternatives to the test, preparation to retake the tests, portfolio that is done in lieu of the test, there are even study groups for the test. The test, the test, the test. Teachers are given less and less time to convey knowledge, not just information, but knowledge. You're going to be there anyway. So why not do a great job? Why not feel better about what you do? The real question is why would you want to work in a place that you bitch about on a daily basis? Why do that? That is just dumb. And I don't think you are dumb. If you are thinking like that, then I'm wrong and you are dumb. Do not waste your life living that way. You will look back 30 years from now and you will ask yourself, what the hell was that all for? And you will not have an answer. And then you'll die. Nice legacy that was, huh? Where unions one defended good teachers who were put in bad positions or being terminated unfairly, a worthy cause, unions now defend the worst teachers amongst us. The union has made it almost impossible to fire these individuals these insidious leeches and had in turn allowed good teachers to take the heat for these shitheads. Ask any teacher and they would be the first to escort these deadbeats out of the building. These losers aren't helping anyone, not the students and not the rest of the staff. Now this is who the unions choose to defend instead of finding solutions as to how to assist schools in eliminating really bad teachers. And they're usually pretty bad people too. In the process, protecting good teachers, unions are going out of the way to fight for these people and keep them in the system. Now this is insane. Most administrators are unwilling to take risks and try new strategies and new techniques. They take their cue from the state or the federal government and simply do what is asked of them to produce. There's almost no creativity at the administrative level anymore. They have become yes-men to the higher gods and lack the backbone it takes to let these wise mystics know when they are wrong. People who know next to nothing about what it takes to succeed in a classroom are the dictators of data and decide what is effective in a classroom. Let me be perfectly clear so nobody gets the wrong idea about what I mean. You can take your data and shove it straight up where the sun don't shine. When I have a kid who's concerned about where the next meal is coming from whether his girlfriend is pregnant, whether her dad is going to beat the, beat the crap out of her or where her next drug fix is coming from. Come sit in our classrooms for one week and then talk to me about data. It's laughable and no 
teacher worth anything gives a damn about what you call data. Politicians suck. Finally, to the real shining light of society, our fearless leaders leading us where nobody wants to be led. That's not really leading, just losing. The modern politician is definitely the problem. They're not the whole problem, and some aren't even part of the problem at all. But the body politic is the cesspool that needs to be drained. If education is ever to recover, the essence of a modern politician, always reacting, never responsible. Notice how none of the laws passed by politicians never result in difficulties for them. Explanation of the problem. The system tries continuously with each group to jam a round peg into a square hole. It is a system of servitude that tries to get each person to fit into a mold that has been designed in advance. The system of servitude says that you must do things the way they have been designed because we've decided this is the best way to do it. Data and data and because of data. There's an algorithm somewhere that says this is the way to do it. Now here's the problem. A computer cannot understand free will and cannot recreate the uniqueness that we call individuality. Now explanation of the solution. <coughs> to alleviate what has become an utter disaster, we have to allow each person to be the artist or the unique individual they were born to be. A goose has to fly south for the winter. They never get to decide to stick around or go west or go east. They fly, fly south, same thing, year after year, without exception. Now humans were granted free will. That's the uniqueness of individuality. This is a blessing and a curse. On one hand, it is why we mess up all the time. On the other hand, it's why we continue to make progress and to think and to ponder and to grow. The solution is not to put our individuality in a cage, but to unleash our uniqueness and allow it to bloom and grow and produce. There are three characteristic character traits that I have found to be most valuable when it comes to success in school. Self-discipline, responsibility, and perseverance. Frankly, these are the traits for success in any situation in life. Now, the government must let go of trying to solve every one of everyone's problems and start encouraging them to find their own creative solutions to their vexing issues. Allow them to fulfill their best self by seeking solutions to your own standards on your own. All of the answers politicians currently force in schools originally came from someone else. Now, allow all of those someone else's to develop solutions that they may be able to share someday. Do not be afraid of failure while doing this. If you look through history, 
almost all great achievements and developments started with massive failures. Character development is how we get them to succeed in life. Once students have a deep and strong foundation built on character, the rest will take care of itself. You want better math results? Teach them self-control. You want better social study results? Teach them responsibility. You want better science results? Teach them perseverance. These traits of the most successful among us will make them better at the individual academic content areas, not more math or science. We are the ones we have been waiting for. Students, you are the solution. Teachers, you are the solution. Parents, absolutely, you are the solution. Unions and administrators, you are the solution. And yes, politicians, you are the solutions. So what do we do now? One of the essential steps in achieving any goal is to figure out what the first or the next step is and then take it. Do not wait. Decide what the next thing to do is and take immediate and massive action toward it. You can make adjustments later, but for now, get started. It has been said that a journey of a thousand leagues starts with a single step. It can be no other way. And there you have it. Schools suck. Why schools are failing and how we can fix it. Please do help out. It is easy. Simply like this video so more people can enjoy it. Share it too and spread the word. Leave a comment and share your thoughts. Subscribe to my channel and stay up to date. And the link to this book is in the description below. So you buy it, read, never stop learning. Especially learning about yourself and nature. So gift yourself by taking the free human needs test on my website and find out what actually motivates you. What innate human need is driving all of your decisions and your behavior. And if you feel you are ready to improve your self-awareness, social awareness, self-management and relationship management even further, then do check out my Master of Life Awareness program. Links are in the description below. Thank you. Love and respect.